I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. With my squirrel and chipmunk friends I said I'm sick and tired of winter And I wish that it was spring Then a little fella named Robin Redbreast Began to sing And he sang Ooh, child, what'd you think a cold winter's gonna last forever? Ooh, child, now's the time for all the people to get together I'll see you in Flagrante Delecto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called Fucking outside I thanked him for the information I cried a little when he flew away I watched an episode of the People's Court And I tried to plan my day Called up my old lady She wasn't home so I called my girl I asked her if she'd like to join me As I entertain the world And I said Ooh, child, I'll bring a blanket And I promise I will brush the ants off Ooh, child, you're gonna like it When we're digging each other's pants off Outside Starts today, so bring your favorite lady, or at least your favorite thing. Water's not cold, baby. Dip in your big toe. Maybe I'll see you in Flagrante Delecto. Grass below you, sky above. Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called fucking outside. Went to the park together We were walking in the midday sun Met all kinds of people And we, we fucked everyone we fucked the lady who sells ice cream We fucked a man with a tan sharp Everyone who needed fucking well they, they got fucked today So come on Child, open your mind and your heart Feel the spirit moving through you Ooh, child, you feel the warmth of the love When I stick it to you Outside Cause it's the first of me First of me Outdoor fucking 
starts today Bring your favorite lady Or at least your favorite thing Water's not cold, baby, dip in your big toe Maybe I'll see you in for grande delecto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called Fucking outside Fucking outside Fucking outside Diabetes Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up Of course that will stop I don't like that Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so perfect? This could be a while. Cafe Smash! Bad Perky Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches! We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode 152 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we are back for the right night and the right week and... Like, this is two or three weeks in a row we've done it, like, legit on time, as far as the recording goes. No. So, oh, no, no, it's only Mark's week. two, because that was the week before week that was two. hosed up. Yeah. We're getting better. <laughs> We're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think we ever actually discussed, um, like, we discussed, like, things that were going on, like, my grandma was in the process of passing. I don't mm-hmm. think we actually ever discussed that she passed. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did, did we? Okay. I, I can't remember. It's all been a whirlwind, <laughs> so I couldn't, I can't remember if we actually talked about, yeah. um... The actual, like, it happened, which is part of the reason why we were all kind of tossed off there for yeah. a little bit, and, um, yeah, so, it's been, okay, well then we don't have to go into that, that, that little bit of nastiness again, because we've already done it, yeah, so. we have. That, that's how scrambled we've been lately, the stuff going on, and, and whatnot, with the sports, and the parent things. Well, and you've and been gone about 50% of the last month. If not more. If not more. Yeah, because I've got these, uh, I've got basically back-to-back software install things that I'm doing going on, and it's it's mooching up a lot of time. So, um, but we're here. So, babe, how was your week? I don't remember. I mean, I I swear yesterday was Sunday. I know, right? <laughs> I was gone for a couple days. You Yes, you were gone for a couple days. I, found- I had client stuff and work stuff and a day i spent at home stuff and mm-hmm. god i really i swear yesterday was sunday <laughs> oh, i know and we had um we had a birthday party last weekend yeah, but we i think we talked about party. that in the last yeah. one yeah um and the then sugar rush and what sugar rush yes the sugar rush that's right we did talk about it yeah because <laughs> my god the kids put us through hell on that one yeah um and then we had I found another one of those towns that shuts down at a weird time. Like everything just yeah. kind of closes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Bremerton, Washington, and it's just on the other side of the Puget Sound or the little whatever that little body of water there is. I'm um, from Seattle, but like it's definitely not got any nightlife. There is no nightlife there. <laughs> I rolled into town about eight thirty, nine o'clock that evening because of 
other things that took up time throughout the day and delayed my original departure time that I wanted to have. Um, it was going to go get some dinner and there was one restaurant in town open. Like I had, I led, I, I, mean, I, was, I drove around, drove around, drove around. Finally, I pulled over to this gas station because I needed to fill up for gas anyways and pulled it out Yelp and looked it up and found one and I drove to it. Thankfully, it was actually a really good, um, uh, Viet, or not Vietnamese, but a uh, Thai food place. Yeah. Um, so that worked out, but it was like, even the Starbucks, the Starbucks closed at seven. That's like, I'm like, when, wait, you're, this is like in <laughs> Starbucks. Thing. You're literally across the water from like, you know, the Starbucks Mecca, like the, the, the heart of the, the nerve center of Starbucks and you guys close at seven. Like you've got all the Java back there to keep people awake 24 seven. And yeah, it was just really strange. But then I was in one of those Starbucks because my hotel Wi-Fi wasn't working, um, getting some stuff done. And I was about, it was about six, six thirty, And I realized that I was the only person there and they were cleaning up around me. <laughs> So I'm like, I'll get out of your guys' hair, shut down, and and uh, got up and walked out. So it, it literally does everything. In that place just kind of dies at like seven o'clock. It's the weirdest thing. It's just, it's literally a, a stone's throw from Seattle, um, yet it's like a completely different culture and dynamic. It's it's just kind of the strangest thing. So yeah, yeah. And you were gone Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, essentially. Right. Um, and something was going on here. What was it? Well, you had a friend over. I had a friend um, over one night. Yeah. Uh, there was no like book fair that was already taken care of. Weird. It um, just feels like there was more stuff, but I don't know. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I feel like you texted me about. Oh no, the fridge. We had what we had. That's why I didn't write the notes. Yeah, the fridge f- expired. Well, no, no, it popped a it popped a GFCI outlet that we didn't. So my garage needs to be rewired. No, I. I firmly believe that Ezra's been leaving the deep freeze open, and that's what caused it to pop, because it's uh, never popped before. Yes, it has. Well, so, I'll, I'll give you some back history here. You've let the fridge go bad before and not no, told me? No, I didn't. No, I caught it. <laughs> like, I was out there when it popped. Mm. So, um, when I so to backtrack here, like, my garage was wired weird. Uh, it turns out, when I have talked to some of the neighbors around here, I guess they used to run a um, a sewing business out of the garage. I'm not sure who they is. I'm not sure it was the owners, the renters of the property, um, and it was ran out of the garage there. And so they they put in all this you know extra outlets and a lot of stuff. But originally, when I hooked everything up, I have the garage or the fridge and the deep freeze side by side. Had them plugged into the same outlet. Um, there's not. There's plenty of room on the breaker itself as far as that is concerned. So it's not the breaker that was popping, but the outlet I had unplugged into was a GFCI outlet. Excuse me, a GFCI outlet, which is one of those ground fault interrupt outlets that if it detects certain things happening on the grounding circuit, it just pops. So that, like, it's what they use in the bathrooms for safety. So if you drop your hairdryer in the water, it pops before die. it kills you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and I was out there one time and I heard the click and then all of a sudden I heard both things shut off. Um, and so I went back uh, and I moved the fridge onto a different outlet not realizing now that you've told me this that it was wired it's hooked to that GFCI outlet it's on the same circuit um so it didn't really <laughs> make any difference moving it there so what i need to do is go out there and rewire it a little bit and fix those things because it's while while it is a GFCI outlet it shouldn't be that testy so i'm thinking maybe it's you know it's seen some shit so to speak and needs to be replaced um but we so yeah you you texted me on as i was actually on my way i think it was on my way up there yeah. to let me know that everything just, that was in the fridge i mean and, you had only left like an hour before not even that because i thought for a second you might come back like a, yeah um and i was just like yeah just so you know everything in the fridge is bad which grant we don't keep a lot of food in that fridge but like there was a whole bag of ikea meatballs that was bad there was like four things of milk that went bad two 10 piece two 
Yeah, there was one. Two. There was no. There was one regular and one almond milk in there. That's really? All was, yeah, that was all that was left. Weird. I thought I saw way more in there. But there was a bunch of stuff in the freezer that went bad. Yeah, it was, but the the funny thing was it was like we were talking about needing to get rid of all that stuff anyways, as far I as know. either donating it or eating it. And so I I looked at it as kind of a way of kickstarting it, and I knew that we didn't have a ton of it. Like my concern was the deep freeze. Yeah, the, I, we've got some some roasts yeah, in got, there, and we got some turkeys. Yeah, we got two huge turkeys and some in there. hams. And like if, if, if really I lost that, cook one of those turkeys. I, and yeah, the ham I have in there too. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that was my like. I'm like, is the deep freeze okay? You're like, yes. I'm like. All right, my beer can get warm and get cold again. It's fine. You know, <laughs> I think there wasn't enough in that one, but it was just one of those things because of the fact that we have to keep those out in the garage because we don't have room in the house for them. Right. Um, it's not something you guys to go and check on every day, so it was still a bummer. But I was just I, I'm trying to look at it from counting our blessings. Like we lost a when we were actually the one thing we lost that that Safeway Select chicken something or other. It was like a. Um, Thai chicken or orange chicken. We had had two of them. We yeah. had one left. And I remember now the reason why we had the one left because the first one was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, so that was really no, no, <laughs> no big loss. I, I did cry a little bit on my kid's behalf for the one box of uh, toaster strudels that got uh, <laughs> and burp, burp, burp. But I went up there and emptied it out on trash day and it was all good. And I'm just glad you guys still had like one package of meatballs left to make because I know that you like the kids were super stoked on having meatballs that night. Right. And you were like, oh. Well, and I don't know how a package ended up in that freezer. I think when I told Ezra to put them in the freezer that one time, he put them in the wrong one because I haven't been putting stuff in that freezer because I don't think it keeps stuff cold enough. It's not a deep enough freeze oh it is now i fixed it that was a um adjustment issue on the uh baffling on the but back, i've but. been telling him to put everything in a deep freeze right. i've not put anything in that in months right i think ezra put it in there but whatever yeah so it's no harm no foul it's been taken care of uh i mean in, in the grand scheme of things my like i said my concern was the deep freeze or the one here in the in the in here mm-hmm. where we have like all the foods and uh, those are both fine but still it's never fun to sit there and like get a text as you're driving away like oh the freezer is or the fridge is down and you know i'm like oh that's awesome so yeah it sucked yeah it was no no bueno so we're gonna have to go out there and it's one of my projects for i took a day off on monday because you guys are going out of town we're going out of town yeah my mom scored a deal um on from a friend on who it's convoluted anyway she's got a thing for great wolf lodge mm-hmm. which is a water park nearby yep and we've gone there i've gone there before i took tempe right uh did i take them both? yeah i did i took them both um when we went um uh right around new year on new year's right um so but the the group on itself is only four six people so and my mom obviously wants to go too. <laughs> so and you could get some days off but i don't it was, it was the last day i would have had i left early yeah so we're uh we're gonna go and do that uh all three kids and i and my mom and my stepdad and yeah it'll be weird mm-hmm. but, trust me it's, it's no less weird for me here being at the house alone it's I just know. a it's, it's just such a role reversal because yeah. normally I'm here and you're gone. I'm here with the kids and you're gone. Right. And that's gonna be you're gonna be here and I'm gonna be gone with the kids. I tell you, shit you not. I am this close to leaving you all the kids and I'll go to Great Wolf Lodge and then it'll feel like something real. Like it'll be like <laughs> the this true rollover. Actually, a true rollover yes, where yes. I leave and you stay with them, <laughs> which would be so awesome. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not sure I would choose to go to Great Wolf Lodge. Right. But I wouldn't care. Like, I, I yeah. could do that. That'd be fine. There's a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's beer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's one of those things that, like, my trips, every once in a while, I get to stay in, like, a super nice, you know, we have, like, a conference going on. And okay, maybe let me rephrase that. I don't want to make it sound like my employer puts me up in shitty hotels because they don't. I always stay in a decent hotel. But there's a difference between a decent hotel and, like, a resort-style hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so every once in a while, uh, we we get these like resort style hotels we just stay at with these conferences and they have cool events going on and those are actually pretty cool especially when there's more people there because you get to go out and have you know hang out with a customer or hang out with a coworker or whatever but most all you know otherwise these trips it's just like me in a hotel room scrambling to catch up on emails while still leaving myself enough free time in the evening to like you know not feel like i'm working myself to death um and also get you know like personal stuff done too because that's that's the weirdest balance is like when you're like oh wait we have taxes to file <laughs> or i'm like uh, jody <laughs> go to the tax person <laughs> or this or that um and then so it's just i get the whole wanting the alone time thing and that's and actually there are times where i do find it super peaceful i'm like ah oh, this is kind of nice there's somebody screaming at me and then i'll call you i'm like holy shit i'm sorry uh bye click <laughs> but um you know, after a while, it can, it can get like, it's like, okay, it would be nice to not have to just be chilling here alone in the hotel room in some podunk town. But so it goes the way, that, you know, it's just the job has lots of perks and, and, and there's stuff that every once in a while you just got to put up with just because it is what it is. So it's just truly a sad, sad state of affairs because while I understand that it's not always fun being out of town. For you, it's a hardship to be away, and for me, it would be like peace. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's not. I, I don't. I wouldn't describe it as a hardship to be away. It just it it does. After a while, you don't realize how much it. You know, you either miss your your bed or you miss hanging out with your wife or whatever. You, you do yeah. miss certain things. I mean, and I I totally agree with you on that. I'm just saying, if the rules were reversed, if you were stuck at home, right, all the time while I was gone you would probably feel the same way I do that. It just, Oh know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not negating that at all, but for me, the biggest thing, <laughs> so this is going to sound really uh first world problems here, but the biggest thing for me is it's 2017, right? You know, we've, we've, We've we've done stuff like sent people to space and we've elected a reality star to president, you know, our president. We've done some pretty insane and like off the wall shit that should be pretty awesome. We've got the technology to cool, do cool things. There's no fucking reason why I should not be able to get a stable goddamn connection at a hotel on my Wi-Fi for internet, but I can't. Like it doesn't matter where I go. I, you know, in fact, I've been to some hotels where they charge you like uh, you know mm-hmm. a couple bucks a day to connect to the hotel, and those are actually worse than the free ones. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ! This is like this is everybody telecommutes. Like everybody does work from their hotel room if there's a business person there. There's nothing about this that should be difficult. But I either. Get you know every hotel I've been to lately, it's either been a situation of the Wi-Fi stays connected, but they just have like you know they must have like an old DSL line from 1999 mm-hmm. that's pushing like you know half a megasecond, and there's you know 40 people or more trying to share that damn connection, so it takes it down to like modem speeds, or the Wi-Fi will randomly disconnect, um, and all sorts of everything else in between. And it's just like the, that's the most infuriating thing. Is like how in the hell am I gonna Netflix or how? Am I- <laughs> <laughs> I can't stream. I can't work on. You know, there was one night where I was actually I connected, and 
it said I was connected. I was able to browse websites, but it would not let me connect to the Exchange server, which is what we use for email. Mm-hmm. But so I've had that before. So I was like, that's fine. I'll just use the web browser version we have for it. It wouldn't let me connect to that either. It was just like, nope, you just don't get work done tonight. I'm like, well, fuck you. So I got up and got my laptop and I have to go find a Starbucks. And if you know me well enough, you know that of all the coffee shops out there, Starbucks are like, you know, the bane of my existence. I just, I don't like that place, but they've got the free Wi-Fi's. So I go there for that. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I just, I, if somebody could like fix that problem, they could make bank because there is absolutely no reason why at this time, you know, in our technological advancement as a fucking race or, you know, society or whatever you want to say that we should not be able to provide you know, stable Wi-Fi in a hotel for, you know, goodness sake. Oh, we've got, I've got customers where their entire city is blanketed in a Wi-Fi. You can connect anywhere and do anything from, of all places, the city of the Dallas. <laughs> all right. Anybody wants to look that up? The city of the Dallas, Dallas, Oregon, they have citywide Wi-Fi that works, but these hotels can't figure out for a couple of building, in a, you know, a couple of rooms. So that's really what grates my nerves the most is like, I could be here doing this or I could be working on this. Um, and I, I got to go find a freaking coffee shop or this or that to do it because reasons. It's it's awesome. <clears throat> it is, does suck. It seems like the technology should be there. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So we, we have a voicemail this week, babe. Yay! And we have a new person that's trying to tie with Slacker as far as submitted content and any voicemails goes. <laughs> and I fully support it. So I'm not going to, I'm not, by no means am I poo-pooing on this. So keep, keep him coming. I love it when this guy calls in. But uh, Bert the Stormtrooper called Nuthus voicemail so we're gonna play that back as oh no you didn't there you go come back okay and i have to say um i might start calling him this just because it's hilarious uh but the uh google translator call um has him listed as specter stormtrooper <laughs> it says hey guys specter stormtrooper here that's the intro so i'm like ah, that's all i might i might have to call him that from now on so let's see what he has to say hey guys specter stormtrooper here and i got a embarrassing fart story for you um about 20 years ago or so when i was in the army um i was really good friends with a uh, another latin family and uh, they were a church going family so we always went to sunday catholic mass together um uh, back then anyway so we're sitting at one of these such masses and their daughter who uh she's a grown-up now she's all married with her own kids and everything but at the time she was five or six and we're sitting in church, and she's sitting right on my knee. And it's one of those moments when the entire church is just silenced. You can hear a pin dropping. And she just farts super loud <laughs> right on my knee, just Brah! turns around, looks me dead in the eye, and at the top of her lungs goes, Ew, gross! So, of course, everyone's looking right at me, and I'm turning beet red. Uh, but... I think that was payback because when I was about nine or ten, I did the exact same thing to my dad in Catholic Church too. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a recovering alcohol, uh, a recovering Catholic. Anyway, uh, embarrassing fart stories. Bert Stormtrooper out. <gasps> <laughs> so, yeah, kids. Well, I have to give that girl props for knowing that she needed to pass the buck. I mean that, that 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 takes some forethought. Like I've got the so obviously she was sitting there on the dude on Bert's <laughs> knee. Like I need to fart. It's gonna this is gonna be like what? Like, there's just times where you know like the fart. There's nothing you're gonna be able to do to silence that motherfucker. Like it's gonna come out. It's going to announce to the world. I am get you know I am this person's ass gas. I am here, <laughs> and 
so she had put enough forethought into this. Like, if I let this go, I can blame the guy behind me and, and make it sound like he's a, you know. <laughs> uh, so I got to give the girl props for for you know creativity in that respect because yeah, that takes that take that's that's a that's like premeditated. That's like premeditated, <laughs> premeditated farting. Guessing. Yeah, that's a premeditated fart right there. Like she she knew what she was doing. She knew that she could pass the buck off to that. That that's what I kind of what I did in um in gym class. We had a weightlifting class, and so we're all in there. And I had this horrible gas that day, and I had just gotten through with all of the reps. We had like one of those total like broific fucking like just meathead coaches. It was like, oh, lift, bro, you gotta lift more, you gotta lift the weights. And he would have you know he expected in a forty-five minute class that groups of five, six, and seven kids could each get through their individual sets of reps. Mm-hmm. Which you figure that usually takes about ten to fifteen minutes per person mm-hmm. if you're doing the full set of reps the way you're supposed to. The way it was all set up. So we had this. I got together with this group. We were all very similarly um, in the same weight class as far as what we could lift, what we could do. And so we started just like, hey, look, rather than one of us or more of us, multiples of us not getting a chance to do the lifting, we'll all do the same reps at the same weight category and just kind of advance up through the whole thing and so he used to bitch at us for that no you gotta do it separately you gotta do it separately I'm like we don't have time to do it separately um but so we were both athletic. i made it through that without farting like all the grunting and effort to, to do you know weights and all that but then i don't remember what the reason was but he called us together as a class like to come all come over and, and, and sit there and talk and they had one of those inclined um inclined benches that you get on for like the when you're doing the inclined uh, mm-hmm. sit-ups and whatnot and i decided to sit on that and for whatever reason sitting on that and the, the angle was at the angle i was sitting that's what was the final pressure that i just couldn't <laughs> stop it and it just launched and it was fucking loud <laughs> and i'm just like oh damn because it was like one of those parts where he had just stopped talking for a second and then he yep. started up and so it does you cranked out throughout the entire room i'm like oh motherfucker but i'm sitting next to the homeschooled kid they had just started high school that you know his freshman year it was sophomore year and he was just you know how some homeschool kids aren't quite socially there mm-hmm. he he was kind of that way and so there's a couple of girls in front of me they're like hey I think Chris just you know farted in class and she's like oh man is that what that noise was and I'm like oh dude he's totally taking the blame for this and I'm just like and I'm pointing at him like oh yeah it was him you know <laughs> oh man <laughs> I ruined his life no man. he he. he he just didn't. The one thing I got to give that kid credit for is he didn't give a fuck. Like he didn't care if you liked him, didn't care if you didn't like him, didn't care whatever. He was just like, "What? Well, I'm here. I know who I am and whatnot." Um, but yeah, I totally let him take the fall for that one. And it was like it was green too. I mean, it was, it was just yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those are always those are always good times. Yeah. Yeah. So did you uh, read that homework free zone article, babe? Or have you read it before? What is on your shoe? I don't know. It's looks like a felt pad, maybe? I'm going to wait and deal with it later. Huh. So have I what, Ma? The uh, homework free zone. I This this has come up before. Right. Um, and I know basically it's in a pushback against all the homework that kids are receiving. Basically, a mom is saying, you can give it to them. They ain't gonna do it here, right? <laughs> Which we've all, it, we've Rocky. had kind of our experiences with that here. Um, Get up here, come on! You're adding it to the show in all the wrong ways. You, you can make that jump. Come on! He's hyper. On. He wants to play. That's why he's not going up there. Is he doesn't want to mm. get up. He wants her to come down. Got it. And she's like, "Nope, fuck you." Yeah. Um. So homework free. 
We've run into this because I won't do the fucking reading log. Um, our charter school doesn't have homework. Homework is really only if you've you've pushed something off that you're supposed to get done in class. Right. They give you and time in class general for study time. Yeah. That's yeah. that's it. Um, so you may have homework in terms of like studying or s- minor things, but there's not a lot of homework. Yeah. Except like the big projects, like seventh grade does a big yeah, but that, display project. So fifth grade those does a don't science bother me so project. much. The big projects don't bother yeah. me so much. But I remember when I was in high school, I had a decent amount of homework every night. And it was usually about an hour to two hours worth of work every night to get done. I never um, had that problem. And, no, it, and it wasn't because I did, wasn't doing the no. work in class. It yeah. was just because they were assigning us work at home, too. Because um, at the time, the, the, the belief was that uh, you guys sniffing the mic stand is not going to... I don't know what you're... Attempting to accomplish rocket. They're no. really distracting tonight. Yes, they are. So at the time, though, it was like the standard was like you had to have homework in order for the kids to continue learning. You couldn't do whatever. And they've been taught. They've been doing more recent studies now where there is uh, that you have to give the time kid time to be a kid. Yeah. Like they've got to have time to decompress and and that we're actually we're having a lot more problems with like anxiety and stressed out kids and depression and whatnot because they're so fucking overwhelmed at school or because of school right. or due to school that um like we got kids now that are on freaking meds and whatnot for depression and whatnot because of the fact that they're stressed out about homework and it's mm-hmm. the most ridiculous thing ever. So this one lady wrote an article about how her house is a is a homework free zone and she just you know you can assign it if you want to but it ain't getting done they're not doing it my kid's gonna have time to be a kid. Um, right. So did you find something funny there? No, okay. I was laughing at you. Gotcha. Sorry, I wasn't sure if you had found something for the show or Ooh. what. Um, so the whole. Uh, it's just, and it's it's a very polarizing topic too. Like there are those people out there that are like, no, you got to do homework, and I had to do homework, and you know, da da da. da. And then there's other ones that are like, nope, we don't really have to do this. Like we're just gonna, all the kids does the work in class. There's no need for this extra stuff, um, so on and so forth. Um, but I also don't count like study time. I don't I don't really consider that necessarily homework. Like Ezra, they encourage him to study thirty minutes, at least thirty minutes every night, if not more. Right. Um, as part of his overall routine. And we've been hammering on him this entire fucking school year. Mm-hmm. You just need to study more. Like we, uh, we, you could do so much better in your tests if you had just studied more and he kind of kept pushing it off. And I don't know what clicked recently, but in the last, what month, three weeks, three I mean, weeks of, yeah, he's, that. he started doing it. And then he, he came up with it bragging about how, uh, how his grades are better, and he got the he aced this test and aced that test. I'm like, aren't those the same tests you were having problems with? Like, I don't know, two, three, four weeks ago when you weren't studying. Shut up, dad. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm just saying that. So, so it turns out that your your mom, myself, the teachers, the counselor, your stepmom. We've all been like saying, "Hey, look, dude, just a little bit of study and nothing severe, just enough to kind of refresh your brain a little bit, would do you drastic benefits at school." And we were right. Holy shit! How did that happen? And uh, he just gets he's all get the whole like sheepish thing, whatever. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they um we talked about the report cards last week, didn't we? I think so. Yeah, how they're really good. But it, I mean, it sh- it's showing in his grades. Like he's legitimately bringing all of his grades and all of his classes up. Mm-hmm. Which um once again, we've never we're not super big into like grades have to be 
Uh, right. They don't have to be perfect. They just have to be better than they were before. Well, or not even show- that. Like, they have to be effort. Sh- right. Like, they, you, we can... You're not going to be good at everything, but you have to at least show that you, you tried and... And it was hard, you know, you, you did your hardest work and you put a lot of effort into it. And even at that point, if you get a C, then that was a well-earned C. I mean, it's just, it is the way it is. I don't expect, it would be like asking me to go play a freaking guitar. Like, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to try. I'll probably be able to get a couple notes out. Might be able to get a slight melody, hish, maybe. But it's not going to be anything that sounds like actual music. <laughs> to, <laughs> so, um but I would, you know, if I, as long as I'm putting a lot of effort into it, you can at least see that I'm attempting to make it happen. I'm just not, it's not in my wheelhouse of skills to do. Um, so I, I agree with it. Like there's, we can't just saddle our kids up with a shit ton of homework and, and not give them a chance to be a kid or go out and do the kid type stuff, it, you know, so on and so forth, because it just, it, it's too much. Like it's too much stress. And I think part of the problem we have in the, in the United States is that we our schooling is so different and so fucked compared to the rest of the world. Like I'm starting to, I don't know. I have that, you know, that there's that, um, that, uh, Futurama meme where -hmm. it shows Fry and he's got that kind of confused look on his face. And it's not sure if this or this. Right. And so I'm literally living that right now. I'm not sure if the United States has been fucked up all along (laughs) or I was, you know, and I was oblivious to it or whatever, because like there's stuff that we do that, where we don't do that every other country in the world does and it, and it works just fine that everybody here's like no we, that would never work you can't make that work and it's like yeah you can like we can't have you around school it won't work i'm like japan does it they all do it they get more breaks mm-hmm. they get more the breaks come more evenly distributed throughout the year so they're able to get more done and it's just it's kind of like a job you get vacation time you get busy at that but you're constantly doing it and it's working just fine for them yeah. and a lot of these countries are producing some of the brightest and best kids out there and we're ranking like super shitty in our scores but by god we can take a test oh we can take a test like a motherfucker like we've got all sorts of standardized testing and whatnot and then there's you know the you can, same argument can apply for uh health care anything else you want to put out there on the table there's just so many things that these days that i hear with people like oh no, no we can't that, it never works that way you can't make that work and it's like then why is it that 95 percent of the world can make that work when we can't yeah like what does that say about us like you, I, well, it's the same with like universal health care. Like most of the developed world has it, we don't, and insist it can't be done. Right. Well, talking <laughs> talking to John and Nikki from New Zealand, what blew me away with them, like if you fly into New Zealand, get in a car wreck and break your leg, you're gonna go get that leg fixed, and it's not gonna cost you a goddamn dime. I'm like, hold on, dirty immigrants can come into New Zealand and get health care, and and what? <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this so it's yeah it just i think there's things that we need to overhaul and they need to be fixed but like i don't there's just it's 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 like everything else it's always so polarizing it's almost like we have to argue in this country just to just for the sake of argument like if we're not having a debate and there's not two sides then we're right. doing something wrong like we, we have to like we can't all just get along we can't all try to agree on something or try to work towards the better good of something we have to have this made up fight fight and it's coming to fruit oh shit this is the note i forgot to take so this kind of kind of jarring off topic but it just snapped my head i don't want to lose it um what was it three four five six emails this week about uh various threats at the different schools Well, in our school district Ah. yeah we got um 
There was a threat at the high school first, and then there was a threat at the middle school, and then both the grade school. This is all on different days, except the two grade schools were the same day. Right. Um, And they're all bomb threats. Bomb threats. And so they had to do all the evacuation crap, and... The, school, the district definitely needs to work on their notification things because, like, I got the emails that I got, like, on the first threat, I got the email that said that everything, that was all clear. I'm like, wait, what's all clear? What do you, all clear? What? <laughs> Everything's good. There was no threat found that they swept the high school. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So then I hop on the Facebook um, boards for the different schools one. I'm like, oh, so there was a bomb threat. Okay. I mean, not, not that our kid goes there yet, but, you know, it's just, I'm trying to figure out, like, once again, it goes back to that, have kids always been this fucked up <laughs> and doing this kind of shit, and I just didn't pay attention when I was younger, or are we truly getting to a point now where there are, um, you know, more and more, we're causing more and more problems with our kids as far as anxiety and depression and all this other stuff goes, and and we're causing them to lash out, and so far, every one of these has been a hoax, mm-hmm. and they've had somebody come forth and admit it, which, I don't know, I, if it were me and I was dumb enough to do a hoax and they didn't find it and didn't know who did it, I just don't know that I would want to take the rap because they're, they're not nice about it nowadays. Yeah. It's not something they fuck with. So, um, and then of course you get in the Facebook boards and there's people like, yeah, they should find the shit out of these kids' parents for this and that. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, so let's take whatever under the assumption that the parents aren't doing their job and under mm-hmm. the assumption that the parents aren't enough involved enough in the kids' lives. Let's financially burden them more so yeah. they have to work more so they have to be further removed from their children's lives because that's going to solve the initial problem that you're complaining about. The first step is to make sure that everybody knows how serious it is because kids are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just nobody's doing it because they're thinking, you know, oh, I'm going to scare the shit out of everybody. They're thinking, oh, I got the day off school or, right. or whatever. It's a prank to them. Right. And we need to make sure that everybody understands how serious it is. That's step number one. Right. Step number two is to, when it happens, show it clearly, you know, this is not an okay thing to do. And and make sure that the people that are doing it are getting help if they need help, getting punished if they need punished. But it's not a universal, like... Every kid should be get this right. in trouble well, because you, some kids are doing it because they're acting out and they need help, and some yeah. kids are doing it because it's funny and they need to be reprimanded, and and sometimes it's a little bit of both. And there's no one universal answer, but it'd be nice if if um it stopped happening. That'd be cool. Right. <laughs> well, it's so. But it goes back to that one shot, that one size shoe fit all fits all thing that we try to do here. That like. You, we, we we seem to want everything to fit in this nice, neat, tidy box. And I'm a nice, neat, tidy box, kind of compartmentalized kind of person when it comes to like how I think, how I logically go through stuff and whatever. But I still understand that there's a lot of gray area. And like there's there and having grown up where we helped an at risk youth, we adopted him, we you know helped get him back, re, basically rehabilitate him, so to speak, and get him to a point where he could. He's now a functioning member of society. He holds down a job. He's got a kid. He's yeah. got a stable relationship that he's had for like nine years. Never thought I'd see that happen. Yeah. Um, 
and all these things. So I, I, I see the other side of it where sometimes the child, really the issue is they're not getting that attention or there's something in that parent-child relationship that's missing, they're craving, that they want, and by lashing out, they get it. They get the attention yeah. or they get the, the interaction or whatever. Um, or it goes the exact opposite. There's just the, the people, parents are so not involved or whatever that it causes them to just, you know, let the kids do whatever they want. And so there's no, there's no, whatever, basically though, that there's no one size fits all. It's you got to look at, like you said, look at each kid individually and go, okay, this is this. We know this kid's got a tough home life. This kid's got this problem, whatever. Um, but hell, what if it, like one of the elementary schools specializes in all the special ed stuff? Mm-hmm. What if it was one of those kids thinking, you never know what they think, you know, so they, maybe they, and does that kid deserve to be expelled, permanent record, so on and so forth? They don't have the mental capacity to even understand what they did. Um, so all, all things considered, we've got to look at the actual situations themselves and figure it out. And, you know, a good old fashioned ass whooping isn't necessarily going to be the answer. Uh, <laughs> Very rarely is. Right, exactly. But, you know, it, we just we ever we always request that things squeeze into this nice tight little tidy box, and you want to be able to explain it away. And sometimes you can't. And mental illness is one of the things, those things that you can't, you know, you can't explain away. Like you cannot, you just can't. There's no there's no good logical explanation for it. I've got a grandfather who's going through dementia. One minute you're talking to him, and you can talk. You, you're pulling back memories from 25, 30 years ago, chit chat, and having a good old time. The next minute he's like, "Who are you again?" And that it, it's like, what the hell, what, what causes that? And the, but there's no, there's no good explanation. There's no solid explanation or reason we have right now. We don't fully understand what's going on. So we can't just sit here and, and blase, you know, do all this, do all this stuff and kind of like, you know, we just got to treat them all the same. But the other part that was even a little more upsetting for me mm-hmm. is that it didn't affect me how it should have. Like wasn't fear. Right. Like first off, I, none of the schools that were involved were our kids school. So that had something to do with it. But even so, it kind of makes me feel like a shitty person. Like I didn't have a, a, a legitimate reaction to there's kids in danger. There definitely is a boy who cried wolf thing going on here. We hear about this sort of stuff so, so often. much that you kind of, you, you literally become numb and desensitized to it. Yeah. And to become numb and desensitized to kids dying or the possibility of kids dying is well first of all that second Die Hard movie would have never happened I mean <laughs> the one where the, he had to run through and find the bomb that was in the school if we didn't care it wouldn't have been any reason for him to run around with Samuel L. Jackson making the yuck yucks and the jokes right I'm trying to lighten it up a little bit here baby okay. come on <laughs> somebody out there will have laughed at that joke I hope <laughs> Or maybe it was Die Hard 3. I don't know. Whichever one had Samuel L. Jackson in it. That was the one that was, uh, you know. But it, it just, it, it bothers me now that as a whole, we, we, we just are like, oh, yeah, another bombing, crazy kids, uh, da, da, just business as usual. It's like, why should that be business as usual? Like, why shouldn't we be a little more upset about it? Um so that I had to kind of sit there and think about that one for a bit. Like, why Why am I – Rocket, just make the jump, dude. You do it all day, every day, and all of a sudden now you're nervous about it? Oh, this dog is going nuts. So I just – it kind of – it really 
it makes you think when you kind of you don't you have a desensitized reaction to something like that you know like yeah. what has happened that's caused this kind of a thing um so i don't know and it kind of goes to show you though too like there's there's no once again there's no good answer like you get these people who are like talking about like gun control this or the, this that whatever to try to solve these problems but we've had like all these uh, terrorist attacks lately that have happened over in other countries where they do have super stern gun control laws mm -hmm. which then just feeds the nra so it's just it's i'm having a hard time as a parent really mm -hmm. like it's a it seems like this world is really batshit crazy right now but i have to remember to like put the filter on it of there's a lot of that's being, if it bleeds, it leads kind of thing from the media. Like, there's a lot of good happening in the world, too. We just don't ever focus on the good. We're always focusing on the negative. Um, something I do quite a bit, just personally, I'm more, I'm more of a pessimist than I am an optimist. I'm trying to shift that whole paradigm and perspective. But uh, it's, it's, rough, it's a rough spot to be at when, you know, me personally, I've now had we had the actual shooting at my ex's mm -hmm. kid's school where our, uh, two people died. Now we've now had one, two, was that three bomb threats in one week mm -hmm. over here? No, four if you count the middle school. Mm -hmm. So four bomb threats in one week um, here in, in locally at this at this place, and then uh, there's been others throughout the state and whatnot. And it's well, just, I think it happens a lot nowadays. It does. We're not hearing about the ones that are that don't happen mm -hmm. um that are just a threat right know? right yeah so it's it's I don't been know. happening a lot in longview too mm -hmm. um, but those are kids threatening to come in with guns right and they're it's usually a high school level yeah dude this kid wants to play he yeah, wants he her to play so bad he's just like come on, he's shaking something <laughs> well they they were Due to a, we, we decided to do a family outing today. Yes, we did. Which ended up leaving the doggies in their kennels for a little longer than we had, had anticipated. Mm -hmm. But we got to, you know, in my, we've we've talked you and I mm -hmm. about needing to have a little more spontaneousness and, and just going out and doing stuff for the kids, not pre-planning everything and this and that. Mm -hmm. And so today, I, I told you I wanted to do something with the kids. We were going to take advantage of the nice weather, but I didn't say, like, what? Right. And to be honest, I didn't really come up with it until we were in the car driving. I, I know. <laughs> but I figured that fit in with the whole spontaneous thing in the first place. So, um, as we were driving around, I'm trying to figure out, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Stall, stall, stall. What am I going to do? I'm like, oh, shit, the Saturday market's open. Um, and so we went and had, got lunch, and then we went down to the Saturday market, and um, we took the kids around for what I thought was going to be like, you know, Hey, look, let's go do something fun. And temperance was being a Royal. That's just, it's there. They've gotten so over, over stimulated to an extent that when it's not a constant barrage of, of input, they get bored. And I liked the idea. I had fun, but it, it was hard to take them because they just want to buy everything. Right. And they don't, there's not enough stuff for them to feel entertained. Yeah. And I think that's like, I'm starting to get to the point now where the, if that keeps up, I'm going to, or not, I'm not going to, but we're going to need to talk about hard, fast limitations on 
stimulus like TV and other stuff because it's there's no reason why as a family we shouldn't be able to go out and walk through a market like that where you can look at jewelry, you can look at handcraft of this. And we actually bought them a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Go look at the guys that were playing music and all that and, and enjoy it and have a good time. Um, and so that's like... I remember growing up, I was just happy to be able to go do something as a family because we were so broke at certain points that mm-hmm. it, just being able to get out of the house and have the gas money to drive down the road, as stupid as that sounds, um, was a privilege. It was, it was a huge treat. Yeah. And I remember going and loving to go there. However, I will say I was a little bit, I might have been around Tibby's age when I started liking it. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's too... No, I, Trent, I understand more. Yeah. He's five. I get it. But what Temperance was doing today, she just downright was not getting what she wanted. And what happened was she saw... Go ahead. Part of what happened, I think, though, is we told them we were going to go do something fun. And I think their expectations in their heads got kind of built up. Right. Into, you know, what we could be doing. We right. could, oh, we could be going bowling. We could be doing this. We could, be, which all are very fun, exciting things. And when, when we settled on something, it wasn't living up to those expectations. So I think part of it is we need, we need to not let their imaginations wander too much in terms of what we could be doing. I totally, I do yeah. not at all disagree with that, but I think also it needs to be balanced with your imagination can wonder all it's want, yeah. all, it's, all it wants, but when it comes right down to it, if somebody, doesn't matter who that person is, is doing something special for you, even if it's not the special thing that you thought right. you necessarily wanted, you have respect for that and the effort put into it, and and, I, and then once again, this is a learning process, so I'm not saying that she has to be perfect. But, but that's I, my point, is it is a learning process, because up until this point, You've never not told them where we're going. Right. You, we plan everything out and like they are a product of what we've made them. Right. And they aren't used to it. So it's going to take them longer to get used right. to it. So that's kind of my point is, yes, we need to practice with spontaneity and gratitude and living in the moment and all this stuff. But this was a first try and it didn't go as well as planned, but she got out of it. She did. Eventually. Well, the first whole fiasco was uh, trying to find the food. Um, we w- we stopped off at a Whole Foods market to go look at their, because they have a really, like, kick-ass salad bars and soup bars and whatnot. And so she's like, no, I want Subway. I'm like, you trust me. Let's go in here and just look. If you still want Subway after this, whatever. Yeah. And so we're walking through, and she's like, and she's dragging, like, her. she's, like, at her feet, and she's sliding across the floor, <laughs> and she's dragging behind me, and yeah. she's, like, just being this royal pain in the butt. And turn, I finally turned around my Tempe. I understand and I've heard you. I know you want Subway. I just want you to come with me and look in this place. And if you truly can't find anything that you want or like, I will take you to Subway. But I just need you to work with me on this and and have a good attitude about it and give it an actual college try. Right. And she very, very, very begrudgingly. And she let me know it was very, very begrudgingly. said, fine. And so we're looking around and she's like, nope, 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 nope. As I'm going through all this stuff. And I'm, and, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even asking you. I'm filling up my salad thing right now. I'm making myself a salad. I'm at, I'll ask you in a second. Then I'm like, let's go look at the soups. She's like, okay, fine. So we go to the soups and I'm looking I'm like, oh, Tempe. She's like, what? I'm like, they have clam chowder. And then at that point, she let her she let her guard down. Yeah. And she goes, <gasps> and she gives me this big excited face. I'm like, oh, wait, that's better than Subway. And then she's like, oh, you see that little realization? <laughs> Fuck, no. And then she gets like super grumpy. Like, no, no, it's not better than Subway. I'm like, whatever it is, too. So I got her some clam chowder. And then she was perfectly happy with it. Yeah. And then she got the crackers she wanted, which is even better for her. Um, and so 
that whole, but that whole thing took like 10 minutes longer than it needed to, just because I had to try to get her to come with me and actually like deal and be a part of society there for a little bit. And then we get down to the market itself and she was like, she loves music, but she was, she was being basically, I saw myself in her at certain points in my mm-hmm. life. And I, I really want to work with her to fix that because I, there were times where I, was a complete ass bag just to be a complete ass bag because it wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I missed out on a super fun thing. Um, And so it's it's one of those living with regret type situations where you look back on it and go, yeah, if I hadn't been such an ass bag, I could have really had an awesome experience. But instead, all I could see was my own rage and impotence and whatnot. Um, and, And just being, you know, just petulant about something um and what i meant was impotent rage not impotence that came out all yeah so now there's gonna be people that are gonna hit me up for that one so (laughs) um but i don't want her to have to miss out on experiences too just because she's throwing a fit about it not being necessarily what she wants to do because a lot of times if you step out of your as hard as this is for me to do and i'm working on doing it more when you step outside of those comfort zones you you experience things that are fun um, when you go down to Bourbon Street in New Orleans where they're throwing fucking, you know, n- nude girls and this and that, all the, just all the shit all up in your face all the time, you, you can still find that cool bar that's got the cool band and it does stuff. And that was an experience that I almost missed out on because I almost bailed on going on the whole thing because I didn't want to have to be out dealing with people at that point in time. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I talk, you know, I the people that were going out were cool enough to hang out with it. I went ahead and did it and it was okay. She's also more shy. And, uh, well, that's the funny thing. She's not though. She is, but she isn't like she is, but she's not. She wasn't. And then she, she got that way eventually because she has a hard time. Like, so we, we were shopping. You were in one of the booths. I was in another booth looking at some crochet stuff. Right. And she found a crocheted little pokeball and she wanted to buy it, but she didn't know how much it was. Cause it didn't have a tag. And she would not ask them how much it was. And I said, I'm not going to ask them. Right. You can find out how much it is, get the money from dad and go buy it. Or you can walk away and leave it here. I don't care which one, but you're going to do it yourself. And um, she eventually wanted it bad enough. She talked to them, but she wouldn't even. And this is not like a scary person. This was a, a, a little nice, old lady, right? No, yeah. no, no. It, like somebody like roughly my age, maybe a little younger crocheting and looking at her like and smiling like nicely like not pressuring her just like i'm here if you need to ask me a question and and she wouldn't even say you know how much is this and it it was shocking whereas trent got up and did a tambourine solo with in front of a crowd (laughs) of people with the damn drums like he's like yes yeah that was so funny like you can go ahead the look on his face because you could tell once he did it he was like Oh shit! Everybody's watching me. Yeah, but I've committed. So yes. I'm gonna keep playing this fucking tambourine, and he's just looking like I've got this. And then he hears people like clapping along. He's like, "I got this." You know? <laughs> but when I so he's standing on the sidelines and he sees the the box full of instruments, but he's being very respectful yeah. and not touching it. And the guys on the he's like, "I gotta put a new string on my guitar." And you guys, this is up here, so you 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 just grab a thing and, and come on in and start playing. And he's like, "Fuck, I can play!" Mm-hmm. And then he goes running up there and starts playing. And that's when that whole realization thing kicked in. But yeah, I, I got the video too. It's so all yeah. post that on on uh, the uh, Facebook page and whatnot it was pretty awesome yeah it was but i tried to get tempe to go up there like three four five times she would not which surprised me because she loves music like she literally yeah she Only loves when to she's dance rehearsed though and she loves to play and she loves to sing mm. like she was belting out those moana songs in the car i know um and she did really good at her music program yeah 
just, oh, she had the little hip booty shake thing going on. But I think on, it's because she feels prepared in those situations. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the same way. So Yeah, I, I can understand that. So um, I love the fact that Trent's like, oh, fuck it, let's do this. You know, <laughs> here, hold my beer. <laughs> so, um, it, yeah, it was interesting. But it was fun. I want to go do it again. And I want to take it, do it on a weekend when we have Ezra mm-hmm. so that he can come too. I saw, some, I saw some stuff there that he would have liked to have checked out like they've got those leather bracelets and he's a huge like leather bracelet person for some i don't know what his fascination <laughs> he, he is just but really likes brace well bracelets in general right he's just graduated from those really stupid silly band things to, to like leather like and real yeah. bracelets yeah well and then it was what i like about it is exposure to that cell that 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 whole place helps to open up your out or broaden your horizons a little bit like your outlook on things like for me growing up in a very conservative family very conservative values we did very conservative things when i started stretching my legs so to speak and kind of exploring portland and some of the quote-unquote seedier (laughs) sides of town where my parents wouldn't go i realized this this shit's really not all that bad like there's some cool people out here some cool stuff going on there are some assholes too but i live next to a bunch of assholes so it's not the end of the world um well, and that's, I was really comfortable downtown for most of my youth. And so I feel like. Oh, I lived down there quite a bit. I mean, yeah. it got to the point where I ended up, like, I was doing that whole little rebellious shithead teenager thing. Um, so I, I made sure to go to all the spots where I knew it would annoy my parents that I was going to be down there, like Pioneer Courthouse Square. And this all might sound ridiculous, but my kid, my parents were both small town people, um, grew up very religious, very conservative. They're very religious and conservative themselves. And so going out and experiencing these things, and my mom especially, um, and I there, this is like one of those few things about my parents that I dislike that they did. Like my mom has huge anxiety in big crowds, and I got that from her. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. My dad, he can get out there and, and schmooze with whoever, talk to whoever, do whatever, no big deal, and he's all he's all fine and dandy. But I spent a lot more time in my formative years with my mom out in public, and I got a bunch of her neuroses and whatnot <laughs> that I'm trying to like whittle through and break away and whatnot because crowds aren't bad. Strange people don't always have to be bad. Not all strange people are good, but you really have to just learn how to read and judge character um well i was super proud of them so when we first started walking to the market Mm -hmm. there was that whole row of tents under that one bridge Mm -hmm. where it's one of those homeless camps we have down there and i stopped and i said hey look guys here's the deal i understand this is going to seem weird to you and you're not going to get it but we're going to walk through this sidewalk down here and you're going to see tents on the side of the road. And the reason they're there is because these people have nowhere else to go. I said, now the reasons why they have nowhere else to go, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's, you know, that's not the debate we're having right now. What we are having is that we don't need to point. We don't need to make comments. We don't need to talk about it. We just need to know that this happens to people and they don't have the same luxuries and, 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 um, uh, blessings that we have as far as being able to have a place that they call home self-inflicted or otherwise doesn't matter they just can't do it so we just need to be nice and not um and not at all you know be rude to them and as we were walking through there was a there was one older lady that was like i'm not sure what she was doing she might have been like she might have been prepping to cook something or whatever but she seemed kind of sheepish and embarrassed as we walked through and temperance i think it was temperance it might have been trent one of them smiled at her and you could see like her whole mm-hmm. like her whole attitude like oh they're not going to, like, you know, 
and she smiled back and I, I nodded and smiled too and we kept walking. But I also noticed it was the cleanest homeless camp. Like they had brooms and everything. Like these people, for as shitty as the situation is, they really are trying to keep it mm-hmm. looking pretty whereas some of these places get real filthy and gross. Um, but I was super proud of them for not being judgmental or you know, this typical, why are they in tents and city? And you know, all the super, you know, embarrassing stuff that kids do. Not that it means that they're doing it out of malice, but no. I just wanted to make sure that they weren't doing it out of malice. So I was really proud of them for handling it. Um, and understanding that it but happens. Tempe cannot hang with homeless dogs. Oh, she was super concerned. She several oh, times remarked God. that, that poor puppy, <laughs> like yeah, in so the homeless camp, she thought that there was one of them that, the, the the dog was like a lost dog yeah he didn't understand that no that's just their dog the um, dog had food the yeah. dog had water um the dog was actually uh, tied to a tree i think it was so it couldn't run away and get hit by a car right so as as for as much as you can care for a dog while being homeless it was being cared for and then there was a, a performing dog that could sit was sitting and with a basket that and was the it was, like, it was like a sit stay kind of thing so yeah, yeah, those statue people right to explain it was, it, it was the, like a statue dog <laughs> yeah he was and he was sitting he had the basket in his mouth and he was sitting dead still and people were putting money in the basket i'm like rocket why the fuck can't you do that <laughs> why can't my dogs be this awesome and then and she was like oh poor puppy like i'm like no that puppy's got a good job <laughs> like we're good and then even a little later a, do- a man with a dog on a leash passed us while we were walking and then we we caught up to him while he was getting rooting around in his van and he had tied the dog to the handle of the door or something right. she's like poor puppy's all alone like she's just like I can handle homeless people. I can't handle homeless dogs. <laughs> yeah. You can almost say like, like a homeless person has the ability to go and talk to somebody else and figure this out. Dog, on the other hand, I must save them all. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that was kind of interesting to see her different dynamic on that. Like, yeah. Um, what else was interesting today? That band was. That band was pretty cool. So I'm going to post video of that too. So uh, uh, Graham will get a kick out of this. Uh, we had not one, not two, but three different didgeridoo acts yep. playing music at the Portland Saturday Market. I fully support it. <laughs> um, the one that we actually, I bought two of their CDs and I got a video of them playing. It was like this, I don't what would be this style? Like the best parts of... I would say if you took if you took only the good things about um, uh, Grateful Dead mm-hmm. and like the good things about um, just certain like just bar bands you find and all the awesome things which is everything about a didgeridoo and combine them all into one band that's what you this guys had I mean they were rocking out and whatnot and they were doing like a jam session but it wasn't like one of those shitty ass crunchy like we're stoned out of our fucking gourds <laughs> you know great like the Grateful Dead was a jam band and they could play for hours but a lot of times it was like okay seriously we get it you guys are tripping fucking balls move on to the next thing please <laughs> so um, but all of this was combined into one and then he was like not just playing the didgeridoo like he, he was playing it but at some point he would say something into it and it would make that cool didgeridoo sound on his voice which was even more badass um so i was i support it it was pretty cool um and then there was that one kid like i was trying to like get tempers to pay attention to him like he was out there dancing and he was a white kid and couldn't dance for shit but he didn't care because he was feeling the music and i'm like honey look like 
Look at that kid. Like nobody's <laughs> making fun of him. Well, and everybody thought Tempe was adorable because she was wearing her Pikachu coat. But she wouldn't. But she wouldn't respond to people. Yeah. Like people are like, "Oh, you're so cute with your Pikachu." And I'm like, the least you could do is go a Pika Pika, yeah. you know, something <laughs> respond to them so that they understand that you like right now. It was like kind of like children in the corn almost. Yeah. Like she just had that hundred yard stare for a lot of things. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. like, uh. <laughs> so I don't know what her problem was, but whatever. Yeah. It was crazy, but it was a good time. Overall, it was a good experience, and I want to do it again because I want to get more used to going out and doing those kinds of things and realizing how cool that kind of stuff well, see, was. For me, the cool part is talking with some of the people that, you know, not just looking at stuff, but actually talking to people. And it's hard to do that when the kids are so um, standoffish. Yeah, most definitely. Well, that, and not just that, but also just um, they were. They were just in rare form as far as like they weren't all in all out misbehaving, but they definitely weren't putting any effort into trying like not to drive us nuts. Right. So you have those moments where your kids aren't being bad, but they sure as hell aren't being good. <laughs> and that's almost more frustrating. Like it was, oh man, I got the hiccups all of a sudden. Excuse Uh-oh. me. If it was just all in all out defiance or all in all just downright like F off mom or F off dad, that's almost more that's easier to accept and handle than, well, I'm not going to be mad, but I'm really not going to put any effort into being good. I'm just going to sit here and just, you know, and just kind of like spaz out and do stupid shit. Um, so, and then like, I, I felt bad for Trent because <laughs> the Cheerio. So the second we get there, you can smell the elephant ears uh-huh. and he's like, Oh, something smells good. You know, like all over. I'm like, what, what is it? And he's like, I think it's Cheerios. I'm like, Cheerios. Finally, it took me a couple minutes. I'm like, you mean a churro? He's like, yeah, churro, a Cheerio. He kept saying Cheerio yeah, the entire time. It, it was super cute. And I knew he meant elephant ear, but I didn't dissuade him from that notion until right. we saw. Because I thought there was a chance there still there could be like an actual. Well, there was enough um, uh, Mexican and Hispanic what? based food carts there that we might have been able to find one. And I was just like, I won't tell him it's not that because it's essentially the same thing in different form. Right. And um, so we finally, finally. I pushed it off as long as I could, but we finally find the elephant ear stand, and that really did seem to perk him up after he once got he got it in his mouth. Yeah, but it took him like he like when he found out that we were getting an elephant ear, not a Cheerio. He immediately turned around and I like, fell into your arm, like flung himself oh, he, into oh, your no, arms. Oh no, no, no! That wasn't about the churro. What was it about? It, that was about him wanting to go bowling. Out of the blue, he just remembered he needed to go bowling. It's one of the things he thought we might be doing, and when he found out that we weren't going because. It was kind of like that was the point he realized that there was no chance we were coming back to St. Helens to bowl. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> for me, I, I I didn't say anything, but I'm like, all of this over a fucking churro? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> and I thought I just took the tactic. I'm like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna engage the fit. I'm just gonna buy the elephant ear. Yeah. And I'm gonna sit down with it and let Tempe start eating it and let the good smell start wafting his direction. <laughs> and he'll either figure it out and start eating the damn thing or he won't. Once he got going on it, he tore right in. Yeah, but that makes more sense. Well, in some ways, it makes more sense. In other ways, like it took him that long to figure out the bowling was not on the table anymore. Like, I, well, I just kept putting him off because. If you shut them down, they they yeah. collapse. So instead of saying, absolutely not, we're not going bowling, I just say, well, we'll see later. You know, we'll see later. We'll see what happens. You never know, you know. And and it was at that point where I think he, did he not ask you about bowling? Because mm-hmm. it was just so sudden. 
if he did ask me about bowling, I didn't hear him. Because all I said was, I'm going to get you this elephant ear, dude. Mm -hmm. And that's what set him off. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe elephant ear is Trent for no bowling. I, I don't know. But I don't know. It was I just, just know that, that was... when he came to me, when he was crying, he was like, I just want to go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's priceless. So. Oh, man. Trent really wants to go bowling, babe. Uh, well, I, I hate bowling. I don't like it. I, not with the kids. I like going with adults. I don't like going with kids. I have had fun bowling, and I have had not fun bowling. And the times that I've had fun bowling are like, there was a, it was like a black light yeah. event type bowling thing, and everybody was just, like, it was one of those rare form moments where you're out in a public setting, and nobody's being an ass bag, mm -hmm. there's no douchiness going on, everybody's just there to be chill and have a good time, all the kids are getting along, there's no nothing. And then I was, that was enjoyable as shit. Like I, and I don't really like I could take give or take bowling. I don't care, but it was a fun thing to do mm -hmm. because the environment was fun and other aspects about it made that part fun. Then on the flip side of that, we've gone to Big Al's where um, it starts off pretty good, but the place is so loud that eventually it becomes overbearing to your sensory yeah. overload. And then if you get a group of rowdy kids in there, which we always didn't have a lot to sit down next to us that can't figure out how to like just chill or at least maybe even not just chill, but just not be complete asshats to each other. Um, then that makes the experience that much more uh, just wrought with, you know, frustration and, and, and anxiety and whatnot. Um, but yeah, in general, if it was just bowling by itself, I would really wouldn't care, but I think it's because the old daycare lady, it was one of the field trips they used to do mm. um, mm -hmm. during yeah. the summertime. Maybe if it was too hot, she'd walk him down to the bowling alley where it was air conditioned yep. and buy him some snacks and whatnot. And they'd go bowl for a couple hours and it was a nice way to keep cool in the summertime. Um, so I think that might be where the, the fascination, the draw for him is. Yeah. But I sure as hell don't. I mean, you know, I don't really care. I have a particularly particular aversion to the one here in town because it just brings back all the horrible memories of my childhood being stuck there for hours on end. So, oh, did your parents like to bowl? Yeah, uh, we'd get stuck there for birthday parties. We get stuck there for when well, my uncle. But was that like was that like the place to go to have a party for adults, or was it? It was more for the adults. Yeah, I like my my uncle played league, and my mom would go watch. Mm. Like we'd be if we went there. I was stuck there for hours. Gotcha. That's all I know. I, mm -hmm. It wasn't a lot. It was not often. It was just, my, it left a mark. So it was so Awful. ungodly boring. Yeah. Yeah. That I can, I can totally relate with. But on the flip side of that, the arcade in town finally opened yes, up. Yes, it did. It's awesome. They've got lots of games. They have lots more coming. They're reasonably priced, and it's now we've got a place where we can take and have birthday parties. It's in town, babe. And also and it's cheap. a place we can just drop the kids off with quarters and be like, see ya. Yeah. Well, that's probably what we're going to do this summertime is they're going to be able to orn. 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 that come? Or, or, was I going to say orange? I don't know. My, like, my brain just stopped. They're going to earn. They're going to have things they can do to earn money, and that money they can then use to go play at the arcade and do yep. arcade games, which is cool. Because I'm just, for me, that's kind of like, I, I, I got enough of the arcade experience growing up to know that I really liked it, but I didn't live in places that had an arcade close by. Yeah. So it wasn't something I could go to all the time and I wish I could have. So it's really awesome for me to know that my kids have a place in town 
that has an arcade and I hope to God this guy survives and makes it through all the bullshit yeah. that he's been put through, which is why we go there and support him as often as we can by pumping quarters into his machines. Um, <laughs> So that the kids can have that experience because it is cool to be able to go up there and play the video games and have that fun time and know that we have a place they can go that while they're gonna there's gonna be dumb kid things that happen while they're there it's it's a very safe environment comparatively speaking to what they could be out doing you right know? so that's that's kind of just my take on us I hope it I hope it really do, do hope it survives and we need more places like that for our kids in this town like we don't have en- enough just outlets like that for them to go play so I'm really hoping this guy doesn't you know. He seemed kind of nervous about like I got to pay all this back. Like he's 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 you could tell he's put his his livelihood in the line to get mm-hmm. this place going because of the passion he has for it. But he repairs all the arcade cabinets himself. I mean, he's the one that's gone through and helped like resolder them and whatnot. So he and Bert, the stormtrooper, actually get along just fine. So Bert, if you ever need another job, uh, you can come up here to the northwest, and if you can handle the weather up here, you could uh, help oh, us do the, the weather up here. <laughs> Don't even get me started. We had an almost sunny day today. It, but it wasn't, and then it fucking rained like they said it wouldn't. No, that changed this morning. But it's not allowed to change on the day. That's that whole defeats the purpose of a weather forecast. It just. But no you can't the weather no you can't retroactively fix the weather forecast well they didn't re- no, they fixed it this morning so it wasn't retroactively it was still before it happened now if they had uh come on this evening and gone oh shoot it rained huh <laughs> <laughs> that's retroactively fixing it it's they don't know they have I no know, idea i but- i think you're more jealous for the same reasons that i'm more jealous about it that it would be nice to get paid to do a job where you didn't know what the fuck you were doing or what you were talking about, or at least it didn't seem like you could basically, you could always be wrong. Like, and it was okay. Like it's okay to be for them to like never get it right. Like, Oh, we guess best possible prediction. But I want to get paid to make shitty predictions. That would be awesome. I'm just saying I was promised 70 degree weather and sunshine. And the only day that gets above 70, it's going to rain. Well, it was all next week changed too. Yeah. Now that's new. All the it, way, all there's two days that are like partly cloudy as opposed to raining, but all the way through to to Friday is now cloudy and cloudy and cloudy. Actually, all the way to Saturday is now cloudy. Whereas two days ago, it said it was going to be sunny all week. Yeah, well, I've got partly cloudy, but um, one day we got up to almost eighty. Yeah, so. but 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 on a partly cloudy gnarly day, not yeah. a not a nice day. Yeah. It's not going to be 80. It's going to feel like it's going to feel like the muggiest ball soupiest day it's of feel your like Florida. life. Yeah. Or or New Orleans did. Yep, yep, yep. It makes me mad. <laughs> it's like we finally got it to get warm, but we still can't get out rid of the fucking rain and well, humidity. Well, they they were doing a comparison on the weather thing this morning that um last year at this time we had already hit 90 degrees once. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, not, but it's not just that we hit 90 we hit 90 on a sunny day right yeah so it's the weather's starting to drag on us a little bit up here so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wednesday might be decent might, maybe it's de- well that's the other thing too is that, like the app you're looking at it's telling you something completely different from the app you know it depends on who you ask like, I know I mean, but that's my point is nobody knows what the fuck and they're all like, I feel like the weather report was like to get people off the ledge. Like the weather report two days ago was like, please don't kill yourself. There might be sunshine <laughs> next week. <laughs> like, literally, I feel that way. Like, right. yeah. Well, 
So there's a comic in Salt Lake City. His name's Guy. I don't remember how I got connected in with him, but I follow him on Facebook. And he's like, he posts, he this, they've been getting an unusual amount of rain mm-hmm. for this time of year, too. And he made this post on Facebook. He's like, I don't know how the, uh, the people who live in the Pacific Northwest do it. He's like, I'm already to go sit in a warm bath and you know, slip my arm, <laughs> slip my wrist open, and just let myself bleed out. And it's only been two days. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yeah, dude. It's I, a real thing. Yeah, it, it, it does. Seasonal depression does happen up here. I didn't believe it. And now I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm so close. So close. Yep. Arizona is looking better every fucking day, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Or Las Vegas. Their houses are really cheap. Super cheap. I know. We can buy like four of these houses. Yeah. Most definitely. (laughs) Speaking of Arizona, we need to talk. Oh, no. What? No, no. Dan, if I forget to contact you, uh, reach out to me. We have some birthdays coming up that we've got some things we might want you to be working on. Dude. He if called that, me yesterday and I forgot to call him back because I'm a bad person. That's no good about the uh, yeah. The, yeah. So if you if you have um if you have uh if you, if you if I haven't contacted you by say next week Friday ish time frame, shoot me a <laughs> message something and follow up with me because I, I I need to buy more stuff from you. <laughs> we, I just got to remember to do it. <laughs> we need more metal. <laughs> uh, speaking of buying stuff, mm-hmm. we have merch. We do. And you can get to it from our website. And in fact, Dan has, has been the last latest lovely model we had showing off our merch. And that noise here in the background is, is just Rocket going fucking ape shit, running laps, trying to get Rose to play with him. So sorry about the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's just fucking running circles. I just think it's funny the way he pants or the way he makes that noise. It's, not, every, it's a barky pant. Whenever he runs. So that's how we derail the show. <laughs> merch, Thanks, Rocket. We merch. have merch. We have merch. You can buy merch. You can get to it from our website. So if you go to badparentingpodcast.com and click the merch link, it'll take you to the merch site where you can buy our merch. It'd be awesome. Um, also, I always forget to do this, and I think I'm just going to put it in a stinger that I can put at the end of the show. You probably but, should. Yeah. We uh, we are a member of the Podcast Collective Network. You definitely should. I definitely, because I'm the one that created the goddamn network. Like, I should remember this shit, right? I feel really bad. I'm like, oh, you know, I ask guys promote the network on their show notes and whatnot, and here I am. I do it in my show notes, but I totally forget to do it in the show. I'm like, I'm a bad person. So uh, if you go to the Podcast Collective, you'll notice that there's a lot of good shows on there. Um, I don't have the list directly in front of me, but we are also going to be announcing here within the next week or two, two new additions to the network, um, two new shows that have started up recently that are um, by awesome people and they're going to be included on the network and it's going to be badass and shit like that. So you should also go check that out as well too. If you like us, you'll like, you'll, you'll, there's, there's, if you like our show and our shenanigans and our bullshit, there are other things on the network that are like us that you'll like as well too. And there's topics from music to to geek culture to, to uh, sports and all everything in between. So it's all there. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of that uh, for me. Anything else you got to add, babe? Nope. Nothing at all? I think I'm good. All right. Are you sure? I, Last chance. Going once. weird that you're going twice. asking me this many times. It's making me think that maybe I forgot something, and now I'm panicking about it, and oh my god. Okay, my goal's been achieved now. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to see if I get that reaction out of you. All right. Well, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. 
leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. What? Why do you keep chewing on paper towels? And why do people keep leaving paper towels on the floor? (laughs) Like every fucking day. Every day this happens, Justin. I know it is. I I just don't know who's leaving them on the goddamn floor. I I don't know why he's chewing on them. I don't know. No, I know it happens every day. And and I'm with you of the frustration. I'm laughing because I'm super happy because I was going to push the stop button on the recorder and I didn't. And I get to use this as a stinger at the end of the show now. (laughs) Where finally hits that one thing. That one thing that happens to a parent where just snap and what the fuck? Why is there a fucking paper towel on the floor? For me, it's always underwear. Like I'm always stepping in, on, or around underwear in just the most random places in the house. Like, like I shouldn't like walk into the living room and trip over a pair of fucking Temperance's panties or a pair of Trent's fucking boxers. Like, yeah, no, just like put them in the dirty clothes. Like, why we have are a you hamper. wet? Is it well? No, there's wetness on him. He just went and got some water, babe. Oh, you let the fountain leak on you, didn't you? He let the fountain drip on his head. (laughs) You're gross. You're the grossest dog. You eat paper towels. He's actually not the grossest dog, all things considered. (laughs) Paper towels are far more... um, A far more uh, acceptable item for him to munch on compared to what Rose likes to do. It's all done now. Here it goes.